Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So... What's your weird story? Happy New Year, Weirdsville! Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. I'm your host, Barry Johnston, and with me as always, my co-host, my ride or die, my best friend in the world, Mr. Adam Beebe. How are you, sir? Happy New Year, Barry. Happy New Year, Weirdsville. Yes. I am. Uh, I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm excited for the new year. I'm excited for all the new things that are going to be happening uh, for here us here on the uh, What's Your Weird Story podcast. As we kind of uh, we're getting some stuff that we've been talking about for a while, almost a year, maybe in some cases, but we're finally getting making some inroads and we're getting some stuff done. And so we've got some cool plans coming up for this year. So I'm excited about that stuff. Yeah. You know, just trying to uh, ride out the fun of the holidays and, you know, and the fun of, you know, finally getting past this crazy 2020 and into 2021. And, yeah. uh, you know, just uh, just excited about all of this stuff and trying to, you know, uh, not fall into the post-holiday celebratory blues, but yep. uh, enjoy you know everything for as it's the promise that the new year brings. Absolutely, and and 2020 was a really weird year. I think it's probably one of the weirdest years to date. To be honest with yeah, you, yeah, for sure. And uh, and and in celebrating that, we are finishing up. Uh, we're tying it all, putting a nice little bow at the end of the year. Tying it up in the, in our second episode of our yearly reflections on weirdness. Yes, the weird news roundup part two uh, because there was so much weirdness. Got man, we didn't even scratch the surface. That's true on all the weird stuff that happened last year. Yeah, yeah, there's so much weird stuff, and and we were yeah. talking a little bit off air about you know just how much strangeness there was in the UFO community. Mm. Um, obviously, you know, with COVID and, and all those things, the things that we had to battle through this year, um, yep. some of those stories, it was a nice way to get out of the normal, mundane, mm -hmm. you know, hit you over the head with the reality of this world. So it was, it was, it was a weird year. It wasn't, wasn't a great year for a lot of people. We realized that and we wanted to put something together for folks that, that would be, you know, something a little more cheerful, fun and uh, outside of the norm. Yeah, so we're going to dish out some more of the scraps of the New Year's leftovers. I don't know. <laughs> but we got some more <laughs> good stuff for you guys. And then we'll be back on track uh, with our regular uh, broadcast formula of uh, having you guys, our friends and listeners and guests, join us here on the show and tell your own real life true weird experiences without further ado 2020 what is more of your weird stories 
So here is uh, another story from December. A lot of stuff happened, it seems, in December. Or at least maybe it's because we're recording this in December, we've noticed. <laughs> right. But uh, uh, this one happened um, on the 19th, so it's still very fresh. And it says, uh, it is from, I got this from Slate, but it was all over the news, but from Slate.com. Um, and it's about the announcement from Vice President Pence, Mike Pence, who uh, he gave an official, you know, thing, uh, is quote i'm quoting the pence here um it is my honor on behalf of the president of the united states to announce that henceforth the men and women of the united states space force will be known as guardians nice <laughs> yes he goes on to say sailors uh, soldiers sailors airmen and marines and guardians will be defending our nation for generations to come to ensure that America remains as dominant in space and from space, as well as on land, sea and air. So obviously, um, obviously the, a lot of people are, you know, guardians of the galaxy comes up yeah. quite a bit in, yeah. in reaction. It has a very L. Ron and, Hubbard uh, Scientology kind of a feel to it, doesn't it? Dude, the whole thing <laughs> of it is really strange because like, I mean, it's, it's, it just, it seemed like a lot. It seems like the whole thing of it, honestly, to me, it seems like some kind of a weird, I don't know. It seems almost unnecessary. Um, right. You know, which is strange, you know, because like whenever it was announced that we're making the space force, um, we're establishing it. It was, it's like, you know, was it just so we, that, you know, we could be first with that? Is it yeah. so that, you know, Trump could put his name as finding, you know, being the founder of this, you know, the space force or whatever. Yeah. Um, I always thought that the, um, they should have called it the, uh, spacey <laughs> like right, Navy. Right. right. Um, I thought that'd be a cool name. Well, but uh, that's got a negative connotation with uh, with Kevin Spacey. So, um, maybe, uh, very true. Maybe, maybe true. I didn't even think maybe about that's that. That's why. <laughs> and it, also, Spacey seems kind of like you know, it's like airheaded or right, whatever. But right. uh, that's funny though. So yeah, but Space Force seems all of it seems very science fiction, very comic. It is looking, weird, you know, and that's coming from me, um, who loves that shit. So. But yeah, like, and you know, of course, they've got the symbol, which is basically almost a hundred percent ripped off from Star Trek. You yeah, know, right? The right. Uh, that kind of arrowhead kind of thing. Yes. Yes. Um, and it's you know <laughs> you, you couldn't you that couldn't, you couldn't write it better, could you? <laughs> right. Right. This. And it's like you know, look, it, it's like it's really taking you know these things from you know kind of like kind of popular culture. You know, and and mashing it all together, and then changing the name a little bit. You know, right, right. so it's you know, Space Force, which sounds like well, it sounds like Space Force. It sounds Space Force sounds very, you know, maybe eighties at the best. Yeah, but definitely to me, it sounds very fifties. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, of course, Guardians sounds. There's a whole lot of things with Guardians. Guardians sounds like. 
Guardians of the Galaxy, of course. Right. But it also seems like it's take taken some kind of like inspiration from like um um like maybe the Bible with like guardian angels and, right. and, and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Guardians of the Earth. Yeah. That and of course if Pence had his hand in it, you know, it's definitely right. gonna be something like that. For sure. Um but it is yeah, interesting. Man, it's dude. Just, yeah. I do I mean it's cool it's good that we're having it you know, I mean, getting it in line, but still, it's just so yeah, it's bizarre. bizarre. It is bizarre. I do see it as a chess move, too, you know, because mm-hmm. I think somebody, somebody's got to make that move. And I do think that, you know, with all the shit, it's like we were talking about before, all this stuff that's coming out about UFOs and UAPs, and it's just odd that we're going I mean, I know that this is not supposed to have anything to do with that, but I do think that there's yeah. gonna, there's got to be some crossover here. There's got to be because you know that there's going to be they're going to come across something, and at a certain point they're going to have to to uh, use that information that they've got and share that information with other government en- entities. Mm-hmm. So I do wonder how much of it has to do with them being able to do more. I guess research or or whatever you want to call it in outer space and use mm-hmm. government funds to do that. Do you know what I'm but saying? That's why we have yeah. That's why we have NASA. We have NASA well, to research. I, I know, but like, you know, but we've defunded NASA so much. Right. But this, you know, the, that we've got to go. We got to hitchhike with you know yeah. Elon Musk or whatever it is right. SpaceX. You know, but this gives this gives them the ability to military up in outer yeah. space. You know what I'm saying? Like to fucking. Yeah. Which, I don't know, I have mixed feelings about that, too. You know, I, I do feel like that we need to know what's going on. Um, but it is, it, it's just weird that we go from, you know, all this talk of, you know, you know UFOs and stuff being uh, figments of, of our imagination to, um, hey, let's put a f- space force together in order to protect the planet from ourselves this is the kind of the way that they, they word it. But I think that there's a little bit more to it than that. I think that they're probably going to, to get into a little bit more alien type stuff. Mm-hmm. Just that's just me because of, of what, you know, what the some of the folks in the government have been saying about UFOs and stuff like that. So it'd be interesting to see where right. it goes from here. But it's crazy. These are crazy times. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see, man. Like you said, I worry about the militarization of the of space, and um, you know, it's how you're going to divide space, you know, yep. into yep. national territories. You know, yep. Yep. Um, it's like the ocean. You know, I mean, yep. but space is like you know, you can't just hover mm-hmm. in space. We don't have that technology that I'm aware of to have just hover. You have to orbit, right? And you know. You're going to cross country boundaries when you do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. It's so bizarre. It's, just, it's bizarre, man, for sure. It, it's been a weird year, and this kind of just tops it off. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I'm sure something else is going to happen in the next few days that's going to, you know, we'll be saying that again. So, right. you know, I mean, I don't think this is connected to the monolith. We can say that pretty safely, though. Right, right. Um. <laughs> Connected to this in some sort of way, there's a story um, that is, uh, it comes from the HuffPost, and this is from, this is back from in October, but it's, uh, 
it, it's basically there's a movie that came out called The Phenomenon, and it uh, and it's covering what Harry Reid had to say because they interview him in this movie, and I haven't seen this movie yet, which I need to do that. But I did see mm-hmm. the Joe Rogan podcast where they had the director of the film. It's a documentary about. Um, about a bunch of different UFO uh, and UAP sightings and uh, interactions that they've had, different people around the world uh, that have had. And um, but they did sit down with uh, Harry Reid, who uh, he's the former um, U.S. government or uh, 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 a Senate Majority Leader, um, and they asked him. Um, about the government covering these things up and and uh and his response was was kind of interesting he he definitely he said that he doesn't know why they've the government has put the brakes on things in the past but it's not a good idea he says um and he feels like it's time you know that we get really expose all the information that we have and get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. And when the mm-hmm. direct and when the director asked him, so there's a quote in here and it says, are you saying that there's some, there's some evidence that still hasn't seen the light of day? And his response was, I'm saying most of it hasn't seen the light of, of day. <clears throat> and right. I, and I thought it was interesting too, because he said that, um, you know, it's not that he he he's he take he says take aliens out of the equation. You know, because you know that's a separate thing, and it's just that you know there's something out there, and we've seen these things, and we don't know what they are, and we need to find out what exactly is going on. Mm-hmm. And he's you know he's like I'm not I'm not saying that it's you know little green men. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that there is technology out there right now that we have no explanation for and have no idea how it works. And we should right. be trying to right. figure out what's going on. And something else that's interesting is that um, it, it talks about, and I didn't know this and maybe you did, but it's uh, uh, part of the film. They talk about the, uh, um, the U S Navy, uh, in 1967, there was a report about uh, they saw some UFOs, um, mm-hmm. and um, apparently uh, it was over a U.S. missile base, and mm-hmm. at there was ten missiles there, and at that time they became inoperative when when right. when yeah. these sightings had happened, and they asked him in the interview about it, and he was like, he's like. Not only like did did this happen like these these were seen, um, but they could not use these missiles if they wanted to because mm-hmm. for whatever reason like they were unable to be used. Um, yeah. They 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 knocked out their system somehow. Yeah. Now now that yeah, that's, that's that's weird and it's concerning in a way because you don't know. Op- my mind goes to a, a different, a couple of different places. If there are beings or whatever out there that would like to take us over, it would be very easy for them to do that, especially if they're able to oh, do, yeah. to do that. You know, and 
it, well, but, it, but I at mean, the same time, yeah, realistically, if they're able to travel here, they're going to be able to take us over because they're going to be technologically right. more advanced. Right. And the fact that they haven't means that maybe that's not what they want. Right. And one of the, one of the things in the film that they talked about in the interview that I saw on Joe Rogan was that there was a, um, and we talked, I think we, we, maybe we skimmed over this a little bit, but there was a school in Africa that this, this UFO landed at in the nineties, mm-hmm. I believe. And there mm-hmm. was hundreds of school kids that saw this and were out on the playground with this thing. And some of them got within like an arm's reach of these beings. And they had this mm-hmm. interaction with these alien creatures that telepathically communicated to them. And they had went back to these school kids who are now grownups now and interviewed them. And all of them had a, a similar story of, about what was said the interaction mm-hmm. between them and the, and the, and the interaction was peaceful. You know, it was, it was, it was, it was a message to us about how we should treat our planet better, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. That's fascinating to me. Um, I would like to know more about that and any information mm-hmm. we can get on that um, is beneficial to me in, in, in the way that I see things, but it's hell of a fascinating story, man. And this kind of stuff is just like, my mind is blown in so many ways because it's like, the fact that this is, we're taking this story seriously right now is Mm -hmm. pretty, pretty mind-blowing. Well, you know, like you said, the past, you know, year and a half or so, there has been so much up front and in the news and recognized by, you know, the fact that there are these... We have the, you know, the Tic Tac, we have those videos, the Navy videos, for yep. sure, mm-hmm. that have been, uh, that were released and then for, basically forcibly declassified right. um, by n- the Navy and the Pentagon, you know, and them acknowledging, we don't know what this is, it's not ours. And then you have the stories where, you know, with Harry Reid saying that we have these technologies, we have examples of these technologies that are not ours. And there's nobody else on this planet that we know of and probably, you know, simply are not of this planet. You know, and so, like, this is all stuff that has been, you know, people who are into ufology and have been studying, you know, the history of the different stories and all these bigger cases, you know, they know, they believe this, you know, they know this. There's been, you know, since Roswell or before, you know, right. but certainly since Roswell, um, whether Roswell happened the way it did or it didn't, you know, we'll never know. But at the same time, that's really been, you know, that's the, the, the spark that ignited it all. Right. Um, because that, is what started Project Blue Book and then all the other kind of um, secret military and um, government investigations into mm-hmm. UFOs. Yeah. And of course, you know, they shut it down after, you know, whatever, however many time publicly shut it down, but they were kept going with it. And that's, you know, that's what Harry Reid wants. He's like, he, we, I want to know this information. I want the people to know that this is still going on mm-hmm. because, you know, and we know that they've asked for more money to continue, you know, this kind of research and stuff as well they should. You know, I mean, right. it's, you know, we've got – there's so many sightings, so many things and stuff that – stories we don't know about that they're, you know, haven't been reported or haven't been publicly released, you know, Um 
so I mean it's a, it's something that we definitely should continue to investigate and do you know and I I, know, I do know that story you're talking about with the uh, there was a they were testing out some missiles that were going to be carrying nuclear warheads and um, this you know UFO appeared and uh, when it did you know it seemingly somehow activated the missiles it short circuited them or it like. Get, you know, maybe there's an EMP or something, but it made it to where uh, they couldn't operate at all right. anymore, and they were just basically turned into giant sticks. Right, and that's kind of what it is: is like a UFO or an alien race that is, um, you know, or even you know, as some people speculate, time travelers, us from the future, um, come back and. Um, you know, if they got if they can get here through space or dimensions or time, right? Us throwing nuclear weapons at them is basically the joke. same as us <laughs> right. throwing sticks. Yeah, true. Just big sticks, right? At, uh, and at a you know, not even a you know, a, not like a woolly mammoth or even a car. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like it's just you know. You know, they're beyond our our ability really to do, you know, much damage to it would seem, defend yeah. ourselves from. Yeah. You know, and that's one of those things that I think it was, um, I think it was Stephen Hawking that was saying that, you know, if aliens do come here, they're not going to be coming in peace. Right. You know, and so we're going to be subjugated or conquered or, you know, destroyed, you know, wiped out off of existence, you know, for right. our resources, which is, you know, would be completely ironic because that is what the human race has done to our own planet. Right. But right. Uh, let's not let's hope not for that, you know, and, and if they are time of if they're us from the future, if they're time travelers from the future, that is to a little bit of hope that we are we will survive as a species until that time i mean we may have evolved into you know grays or weird looking you know whatever Mm -hmm. but um yeah you know that that there's a little bit of hope in that you know yeah um but still well it's it's um who knows it is the it's the conundrum that we live in uh, as human beings you know we have a finite number of days that we live and as we grow and as technology becomes more and more advanced, we start finding that, you know, our animalistic instincts are sometimes we have to adjust the way that we um, live, mm-hmm. our, live our lives because we have a greater responsibility to the, to the planet, to ourselves as, as human mm-hmm. beings. And... Um, and, and maybe this kind of a story helps you step outside of your initial, you know, day-to-day activity. And I do think that it's interesting that we've taken a hard position on this now, that it is possible that these things exist. Because in a way, I think that maybe the, the government is, is trickling these things out in order to soften us up, you know, to, right, to get right. us used to this idea for who knows, man, they could use it in a lot of bad ways and they could use it in a lot of good ways. And I hope that we use it in yeah. good ways in, in that we, we, we don't use it in a way to control people. And I'm, I'm afraid that that's where it's going. And, uh, yeah. and I think it's interesting that it hasn't gotten more traction 
you know, because it's there's not a lot of people that are covering this stuff, which is just amazing because of the shit year that we've had. It's been buried in a lot of uh, news stories because we've got other things to worry about. You know, we've got, you know, global pandemics and, you know, all kinds of political shit going on. Um, but to me, um, these stories are life changing and something that needs to be followed up and looked into. And I look forward to 2021 because I hope that we get more information on this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So this it's, yeah, been a wild year for, for uh, UFOs and obviously space stuff as we've been a great year. The majority of for that great year for that. that. Yeah. A lot of other bad shit, but you know, um, but yeah, obviously a lot of our stories that we've reported on these uh, these year wrap up news special whatever we're calling them, um, very you know space oriented. So let's shift and get back down to earth and get back into a uh, more interesting, more mysterious, more um, scary and spooky and. Maybe supernatural, maybe not. Cool. But uh, um, 2020 marks the 20th anniversary of the first known sighting or at least report of uh, the Chupacabra. Mm. So, you know, that's I think that's kind of an interesting thing. It's surprising because it seems like that's been part of our... Um, you know, been part of this uh, for a while. It seems that have been part of consciousness, yeah. and that cryptid, particular cryptid, has been with us for much longer. But it was only there; it first surfaced in uh, March 1995. Wow! Um, wow! And of course, it came from um, it came from Puerto Rico, where it was first. Uh, I believe it was first, yeah, central Puerto Rico, and it was. Um, Eight sheep were discovered with three puncture wounds in the chest area and reportedly completely drained of blood. And, of course, that's where the name Chupacabra comes from, which is, you know, goat sucker. Mm, right. Uh, so, you know, but. Um, yeah, and they had, remember a few years ago, they had some video of a, of a, what they, what they were calling the Chupacabra that was, mm-hmm. uh, it looked like a really odd dog did you ever see that video yes yeah yeah and uh, there's been a couple of things that they yeah they've thought were chupacabra yeah i just i I never really got uh anything more than that video of the uh of that odd looking creature um well one of them that i know of it turned out to be a um a hairless raccoon Oh really? Um, and yeah, whether it had mange or something, but it lost all its hair, and so it looked obviously it didn't look like a raccoon, you know, because when you take hair off of animals that are hairy, you know, they look very different. Right. And, you know, you can see that perfect example of that is if you go and look at those uh, the hairless cats mm. um, who just yeah. look weird and alien, and you know, very very strange right so if you take the hair off of any animal um that especially an animal like a raccoon that has a, just very distinctive markings yeah 
you know, they're going to look very different. Right. They're going to look very strange and unrecognizable. And it's kind of like that with the Montauk beast, um, the one that this creature that washed up on the shore in Montauk and everybody, you know, they took these pictures and a lot of the pictures have been like, you know, gone back and people had, uh, edited them and did weird things to them, but you know, nobody's sure exactly what it was, Mm -hmm. but it was hairless. And so it could have been any number of things that we just don't recognize. Um, Right off the top of ow ow sorry, <laughs> <laughs> my cat decided that she wanted to come up into my lap. Of course, and uh, instead of like jumping up, she decided she wanted to climb and pull herself up. She there you just go. dug her front paws into my <laughs> leg and her back paws into my calf. That and feels so, good. Uh, I got so, attacked. Yeah. I got attacked last night. My foot got attacked last night oh, by yeah. my cat. Dude, freaking dug his freaking claws into the the bottom of my feet while I was sleeping at like three in the morning. <laughs> oh my god, that hurts. I'm, you know, I'm glad my cats don't really do that. They don't really <laughs> attack my feet. If or if they do mess with me while I'm sleeping, yeah. Um, I guess I'm a good enough, uh, deep enough sleeper, yeah. That uh, I don't re- realize that they're, you know, I'm sure they're probably crawling all over me and everything, yeah. but uh, but who knows? Um, but yeah, so the and, and like mange is something in dogs that you see, you know, uh, <laughs> dogs will, you know, get these like. Uh, big spots and sometimes just become totally yep. hairless, but, and it looks yep. weird. And so if you see a creature like that, I think oftentimes it's easy to, um, to, you know, say that you've seen something odd and then, and then folklore starts to happen and you, you yep. sort of, you know, assign it to this being, you know, that is mysterious yeah. and eats, you know, animal, other animals and things like that. So yeah. it's, uh, yeah, of course. But of course, with the chupacabra, though, you know, I mean, there was the fact that they originally, I don't think they saw an animal. Um, but, you know, there was the report of the, the, the corpses of these goats that have been drained. And of course, um, the, uh, you know, it showed up the once and then, it, you know, or twice when it was first reported. And then it started to spread from Puerto Rico with, you know, this right. island. And, like it came, you know, it came into, you know, like Mexico into mm-hmm. the mainland USA, you know, and so now it's like all over, kind of more in the southern uh, areas of the USA, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but still it's just a strange thing, you know, it's supposed to be, um, I guess the original description of it was that it was around uh, three feet high and it was bipedal, so it walked on its hind legs mainly. It uh, and it ran in a weird hopping kind of fashion. Hmm. Uh, it had large black eyes hmm. and bony fingers on each hand, and overly long arms and legs. Um, so yeah, and then apparently like some maybe some feathers on its back or something like that. So it's very right, right. strange, kind of a chimera kind of thing. It sounds like a lot of different creatures, but you know, I mean, who knows? You know, it's. It's, we don't know what it is, you know, right. but it's, there was, you know, 1995, these, these events happened and, you know, this new cryptid legend was born and it's, and it is, boy, it's stuck around and it's, you know, pun intended, it's really sunk its teeth into uh, our uh, right. cryptic culture that's, that's right. and cryptozoology and stuff like that. 
with. That's right. You know, whether, you know, is it a new creature or is it a new, you know, newly discovered thing? We obviously we don't know, but you know, it is definitely um fastened itself into our uh, our collective zeitgeist, I guess. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, happy anniversary, Chupacabra. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Hey, that's a nice t-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story t-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what's without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E-R dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well that's true barry there's t-shirts for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors well uh i've got a uh a story here from mysteriousuniverse.org about a wolf man accused of terrorizing a mexican town during the lockdown and uh yeah this is uh this is in coita mexico um uh there was there's some reports of a um a, a wolf man or a werewolf uh, that had been um, going through town, uh, terrifying the residents there for a few days. Um, and uh, the, it says th- those who allegedly seen the werewolf claim that he is two meters tall and has great agility. And uh, one of the neighbors uh, says that he could see this being jump three meters high and jump a fence. That's... Uh, that's pretty wild. That is wild. Um, and again, you know, uh, I think that, uh, you know, Latin America, again, with another cryptid story of 2020, mm-hmm. it, it's, uh, you know, uh, again, uh, I think we we like to... I, oftentimes, I think you know, especially when it comes to to these things, um, these odd, weird animals. We hear like I know that where I live, we can hear coyotes at night, and they make some crazy noises, man. I mean, yeah, sometimes sounds like like a baby crying or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, when, sometimes when you can't see something, you you obviously go toward these uh, these wild ideas and not saying that, that they don't exist but there's a lot of things out there in in the uh in the wild that do pretty remarkable things vocally and make oh, weird, yeah. weird sounds you know 
Yeah. Well, look at any, there's any number of birds that are, you know, that can uh, mimic any, like such crazy sounds. There was one that I saw um, some video of where it was, it could make the sound of a, uh, a camera lens going off. Oh, it wow. Could, it could do the sound of a, uh, that the beeping of a big machine backing up. Yeah. Wow. And it also did, it did a, uh, a chainsaw from that foresters wow. were, you, you know, using, and it sounded, they sound amazingly wow. like realistic. And it's like, it's so crazy that the bird can formulate its beak and tongue in, in I guess vocal cords or whatever to do that, you yeah. know. And uh, you know, as, as evolution is in that aspect, and that in I don't know if it, it obviously it doesn't know exactly what it is, but it's making some kind of sound. Yeah, yeah I guess in hopes of you know reproducing with whatever that is, but yeah, or maybe it's just bored, you know. Who right. knows? But but yeah, you're right. Like there are you know these wild animals can make and even domestic animals can make weird sounds like yes. you know you hear cats you know yes. do weird stuff there's that one meme that popped up this year with that cat that sounds obviously distressed and it sounds like it's, wah, 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 no no almost like yeah. it's saying no 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 but yeah. you know it's making this strange that's right and i'm sure almost everybody's seen that on you know but like uh but yeah so it's i don't know man and but going back to the werewolf I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, I love, I always love a good werewolf story, you know, and you hear a lot of them in, it seems in, uh, the, in Latin America, um, or Central America, you know, and, uh, so I don't know. It's, I know that there are, there's people, there's a psychological disease or, uh, condition where people, think that they're lycanthropes they think that they're werewolves right and they think that they change at the full moon mm -hmm. you know yeah um which is you know i mean that's it's sad but it's it's fascinating yeah there's that and of course um you know there's tons of stories about werewolves in europe um there's famous um french time period where they're in france where like i think it was around 80 to 100 years where um there was the spat mm -hmm. of werewolf murders and investigations and stuff like that. Um, of course, they were like in their their werewolf were not like you know Hollywood werewolf where it's part wolf and part man, yeah, but it right. was a man who turned into uh, a werewolf. And uh, our friends at uh, the most excellent podcast they did a uh, episode where they talked about. Uh, uh, one one of the more famous stories in that of a Frenchman who got a belt from the devil that turned him into a wolf. Wow. Um, but, like, you know, there's also that condition um, that where people grow hair all over their body, basically. Yeah, that's, I was going to bring that up. Those two brothers from Mexico, like, a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. There's famously, and, of course, they were always, you know, charted – back in when there were, you know, freak shows with the circus and sideshows and stuff right. like that, they'd always have a wolf boy, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and it was always, you know, one of these 
somebody who suffered from this condition of being having hair right. all over their bodies. Yeah. And uh, that's just, you know, that's an unfortunate, that's in itself. And, and it, yeah. Unfortunate set of genetics, unfortunately. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And it's, and it's just, it is strange how it just pops up in, you know, randomly, but in, it doesn't, in some families it still happens and it still does happen. Right. Where somebody is born with this condition and I can't, for the life of me, I can't think of it. There I apologize a- for any of our who are hardcore what you know everything's super scientific and but you know you know we're not about that we're about stories right so there was a guy i saw on uh i think it was on youtube i came across a story of this giant who was from mexico again all these stories coming from mexico but he was a giant he was he was a big 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 man and but his head was humongous man and it looked like if you were to draw a giant, like like a cartoon version or, you know, something of a giant, this guy fit it. I mean, it was, it was amazing what he looked like. But <clears throat> also when he spoke, the lowest timber voice I'd ever heard. I mean, it's deep. It's very, yeah. very deep. And it was just like, it. I was just watching this thinking... If this were back in the 1500s or something like that, this guy would have been like folklore, like, you know, you know, news back then. I mean, it would have been like, you know, there's this creature that, you know, he's a human, but he's like huge and he, you know, he's a giant. And, uh, um, it's just, it's, it's, it's interesting. It, I love the stories that we get on, on these subjects because it, it's like the perfect combination of human imagination. Not saying that these things don't exist, because weirder things have happened. And we've come across, like, apparently there's a new whale species that I saw recently that mm-hmm. we just came across that we didn't know is some beaked whale. So I'm not saying that, that weird shit like this doesn't exist. But, but the human imagination, along with oddities that we find in nature, are just... You know, it's the perfect recipe for for this stuff. You know, and and also, you know, I'm I'm thinking about Bigfoot and and some of the stories that you see on that. I recently watched the um, Les Stroud again. He he's been reposting this stuff on YouTube on his YouTube channel with his. He did like a eight part series on Bigfoot where he goes up in the Canadian wilderness and uh, hunts for Bigfoot with this guy who's got video footage of finding a Bigfoot family. Mm-hmm. And oddly mm-hmm. enough, I mean, when you look at the footage, I, you know, I mean, I kind of think it's bullshit, but, but when you look at the, the picture, the picture of the Bigfoot kind of looks like the wolf boy or, you know, from Mexico, you know, those brothers, mm-hmm. like they right, hair right. all over their face and stuff. And it's, but, uh, I don't know. It's fun. It's fun to, uh, to look, to look at and, and read the stories and stuff like that. And, um, I still think, you know, maybe at some point we'll come across that, you know, because Bigfoot did exist at one point in time. You know, these creatures did exist. Um, Whether or not they're still out there is yet to be seen, but um, I like to think that they might exist somewhere in a parallel universe, maybe. And they come here, you know. Yep. Well, speaking of Bigfoot, here's another story from uh, MysteriousUniverse.org. Um, and they are uh, 
that's a great website for all this kind of stuff that we like. And also a great podcast. They've been podcasting for, I don't know, you know, over probably 10, over 10 years, probably, you know, 12 yeah. or maybe uh-huh. even 15. But like, they're one of the first podcasts that I uh, ever listened to. Um, but um, they, here's a story about a, uh, a Yowie in uh in back in the outback area i think it's in the outback area of australia so um and they took the post from the tablelands yowie sightings facebook page um so basically this guy goes on and he posts uh quote and i'm going to try to do an australian accent here which is going to be terrible and if anybody listening in australia i hope you find this humorous and not insulting <laughs> but i'll do uh it's going to probably sound more English than uh, Australian, but I'm going to try. So I'll channel my innermost Crocodile Dundee, um, <laughs> Paul Hogan. Um, may he rest in peace. I think he's still alive, but still, um, wherever he is, I hope he is peacefully resting during the COVID uh, era, if he is. Because I actually think there's supposed to be a new Crocodile Dundee movie oh, wow. coming out. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Which that's a, in itself is a weird story, but um, all right. So this guy says, and I don't think he was identified, or at least I can't find it. But um, quote here's a, a mate who loves bushwalking found these. This is horrible. I apologize. <laughs> a mate who loves bushwalking found found these out west near the Ainsley River. I think I'm getting better. Yeah. Uh, the fresh poo carefully placed on a broken termite mound. Whatever did this decided to break the termite mound and poo on it. No animal I know of would slash could do that. Also, the poo looks nothing like pig, roo, emu, etc. Nice. Okay. That so, was, uh, hey, that wasn't too bad, dude. That wasn't too bad at all. Um... Australian accent is one of the hardest things to do. It really is. It yeah. really is. Because everything gets kind of caught back in the in the throat, which is different yeah. than the British. And there's a, a way yeah, that yeah. it kind of, yeah. on, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so... Well, so, Aust- yeah, so Australia, was... Australia has some weird fucking creatures, man. Well, yeah, it, that we know of. Yeah. I mean, right. well, obviously. Like, yeah. There is... And platypus and koalas yes. and all that stuff. It, everything there that you know is poisonous and trying to kill you. Yep. And they're massive stuff like that. Yeah. You know. So yeah, we know that. It's just um, like but it's the so, Yowie is. Uh huh. Yeah. The Yowie is the Australian version of, uh, or closest proximity version of a uh, of a Bigfoot. Right. Yeah. And then what? What is the um? What's the Siberian one? What is that one called? That one is. Um, Yeti, Yeti, yeah, Yeti. Yeti, Yowie, yep. Bigfoot, Sasquatch. Um, yep. So, yeah. Abominable Snowman was another name for the Yeti. Right. Um, right. I always loved that. Uh, when I was little, I always loved Abominable Because it just the, the word abominable is just not used enough yeah. in, you know, at all anymore. Absolutely. But um, I always loved that. And, of course, that uh, gave us the Bumble in the um, Rudolph. Yes. Um, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. 
animated. And who doesn't still... love who doesn't love that? Huh? The Bumble's that, great. Oh, dude. Bumble's great. I mean the whole thing. The whole um, the whole animation was great. Uh, yeah, but yeah. Classic still frame. Yeah. Shot per shot. Beautiful stuff. So Rankin good. and Basque. So good. Um so yeah, so this term uh this the area, the tablelands refers to the Atherton Tablelands, a fertile plateau covering sixty four thousand seven hundred and sixty eight square kilometers. So that's twenty five thousand um, square miles, uh, wow. and it includes um, the cities of Mariba and Atherton and uh, small towns. And it is, um, it's, I guess, in northern Australia, but I could be wrong. Um, uh-huh. Oh, here's some more quotes. So I get to do the voice again. Cool. All right. And I'm quoting the unknown. Um, cider or reporter so uh, i'm also going to take a a drink real quick to make sure that this is nice and fluid of course being fairly fresh my mate who was all alone that was bad <laughs> who's all alone knew whatever did this was not far away walking on he started to feel as if something was watching him. Not far from that, he came across the railway sleepers in a tree. And I'll explain what the railway sleepers are. I know people often see tree limbs placed oddly up in the trees and suspect yowie activity, but limbs can fall from above naturally. (laughs) A bloody Heavy railway sleeper in a tree ain't natural. (laughs) Once my mate saw this, he knew he was not alone and he and had the hid the ominous feeling he wasn't welcome. (laughs) So railway sleeper is what they call railway ties. Railroad ties. Okay, okay. Okay. You know, and uh, those things are big and heavy, but uh, apparently Yowies can get up to 12 feet tall. So, you know, picking up a uh, a railway tie or a sleeper yeah. would not be as big as issue as it would be for, you know, a man half that size, which right. is still six foot yeah. tall. And, That's yeah. wild. Well, you know, too, uh, you know, Australia is a big country. And, yeah. And it's I'll, huge. It's yeah. Continent. Yeah. And a lot of it is inhabitable. In, uninhabitable um or -hmm. people not very many people live out in it because it's it's desertish desert-like and uh it's it's it'd be a hard living so there there could very well be stuff out there that we haven't seen i mean that that wouldn't be far from the truth you know (laughs) wild man well we 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 apologize to our uh our Australian listeners, if we offended you, uh, we're, we're just having fun here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and apparently I'm going to do a little bit more because I okay. found up more cool. more quote. So cool. Um, he cut the trek short and headed back towards civilization, but he felt the exact moment that quote being watched in quote sensation stopped. Several hours later, back in. Ainsley pub. He knocked down a couple of rums to calm down and told John, the publican, 
which I guess is the bartender, uh-huh. uh, told John the publican what he'd seen and felt. John wasn't surprised and shared some other similar stories of the area. So apparently this is an area that uh, had uh, other um, Yowie stories. But uh, mainly the thing about this, the funny thing about this, is that I don't know if you've seen these termite mounds, but they termites, they build these large structures they yeah. almost kind of look like stalactites or stalagmites yeah 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 um coming up or tree stumps you know like yeah. a dead rot tree stump and they're they're mud and they're super tough yeah and so to break one you would uh, you know probably need like a baseball bat or some yeah. or super strength or something like that but apparently some yaoi decided that um <laughs> he's just going to go and take a dump on he's going to break it up Break it off and take a dump on it like it was a <laughs> toilet or something, man. Oh, Which is great. a strange activity. And, he, and the guy, yeah. apparently, the, the guy who was, who saw it knew that it wasn't it wasn't people poop, and it wasn't pig or <clears throat> right. or, or kangaroo or e or any other thing. So it had to be some pretty big turds. Yeah. Oh, huge. You know, I can imagine. For comparatively, right. And uh, and apparently it was still fresh. So I wonder if you saw it or smelled it first. That is hilarious, man. That's that's yeah. a that's a hell of a story. <laughs> <laughs> what? Who's that? Oh, Bobby's here, our resident weirdo, resident Reddit weirdo, I should say, and special correspondent Bobby. She just pulled up in the uh, the radio station parking lot. Of the of Weirdsville and the What You Weird Story podcast, internet radio sensation, working on my hype there. Um, hey, Bobby, thank you for joining us. Go ahead, make yourself comfortable. Sit down, put on your uh, headphones there, approach the mic, and uh, warm your voice up. And while you do that, uh, and join us in our conversation of all this weird news from 2020, let me tell you about this interesting story. Okay, so here's a story that was uh, reported on uh, from Reuters, and it was reported on September, in September, September 10, 2020, and uh, the headline is thus: Belgian city finds its former mayor's heart in a fountain. Uh, so apparently, this mayor, um, whose name was Pierre David, um, he was the uh, he was like I guess. The, yeah, he was the first mayor of this Belgian city um, that uh, it's in Ver, Verviers, uh, V-E-R-V-I-E-R-S, um, in Belgium. Uh, he was the first city mayor, and uh, there had been this myth, the urban legend, that he was, or his heart was buried in a fountain that was um, like his, you know, a, a, a monument to him. Okay. They built this fountain in the, in the center. And so um, the fountain was built in 1883, but uh, he had, David David had died while in office in 1839. Okay. So, you know, there's just kind of this weird kind of thing, you know, what's going on. And um, like, um, you know, this guy who was back in the 1800s, you know, the first mayor, he served from 1800 to 1808, um, 
when Belgium was under French rule, and then he had a second stint when Belgium was an independent country from 1830 to his death in 1839. Mm. And uh, this urban legend had been going on for, you know, close to, you know, 200 years now. Wow, wow. Well, actually, I guess not close to 200 years. 150 years. Anyway, a long freaking time. Yeah. (laughs) So they're doing some repairs on this fountain. They're digging it. And they find a small metal box, and they open it up, and it contained uh, Pierre David's heart in an ethanol-filled uh, jar. Really? What? Yeah. Wow. And that's, like, you can do that. <laughs> like, wow. I have a lot of dead animals in a jar like that. Wow. <laughs> so, where, so they found it how many years after he died? Uh, well... He died in 1839, and um, the fountain was built in or started to be built in 1883. So his heart had to be put in. Wow. Okay, so uh, with the family's permission, his heart was placed under the stone in the monument in 1883. Wow. Wow. And then they, you know, and then I guess everybody's kind of like forgot or became part of a local legend and you know and so everybody you know his arts in the city and then there it actually was wow it's That's, pretty crazy that is wild man did they leave it there like are they gonna or did they take it out and put it somewhere um i believe they um took it out and um put it in a museum probably but mm. i um but i'm not sure i should have uh yeah, it's on display in the Museum of Fine Arts and Ceramics. Okay. Can you uh, see a picture of it? I don't see a picture of the thing itself, but you, I'm sure if you looked online. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be returned to the fountain at some point. Oh, that's Once good. the renovations are complete. That's good. good. They're I like that. So that's, that's, yeah. That's wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a wholesome. Yes, exactly. Very it wholesome. Uh, yeah. I don't, li- I don't like when they go in and they take stuff and... I mean... I get why they do it, you know, to preserve things, but something like that, that's, you know, it was meant to be there and it's preserved in a way where I don't know what kind of long, you know, if it'll last forever, but I like the sentiment of it. It's a cool story and a bizarre story. (laughs) I, I don't think we would be doing that today. Well, oh. you never know, man. Because I mean, think about this: one, you you have currently have an option of, um, you know, hey, Minnie. Sorry, my cat came up to say hi. Um, <laughs> you have the option of burying yourself in a pod that will sprout up into a tree. That's true. You know, that's so true. Yeah, who knows? That's, that's I don't know, true. man. It it would take. Um, it would be. It would. There would be more. I think more. Uh, red tape to cut to get that right. done. Right. But I think it could happen. It's just, you know, where it would happen yeah. to be, depending yeah. on how easier I want and who it was. As well. You know what Can I want? Just... Do what? No, you go. What? I was going to say, I, when I, I, I've been talking about this with my wife lately because you talk about these things when you get older and um, you think about, you know, dying and. I want to be cream, you know, cremate. I guess I, I guess I want to be cremated. I, I never really wanted to be cremated before, but that's what my wife wants. So I'm like, well, why do I need a physical? 
shell of myself here. I guess I'll be cremated too. But I'm like, I want part of myself to be launched into outer space. You know? Yes, you can. I know. I know. Any particular part? You can, some of your DNA, you just send it, they'll launch into space. Okay, okay. It's a real, I saw it on Instagram. I saw, yeah, I I want that, man. Um, I don't know what part, man. Um, Maybe my heart, Adam. Okay. <laughs> That'd be cool. okay. But, but I know this. It would freeze out there. I know, but I do know this. Because uh, I had a friend who recently had a loved one cremated. I don't know that you can. I don't know that they would remove an organ and set it aside for you. Um, I don't know. I don't you know. The, plan with your wife. Yeah. I don't know. How you, yeah. In the corner. That's got to yeah. be expensive, man. You know. I mean, you know the box that they burn you in is like the low the like the cheapest box you can get which is literally just a box is like 350 bucks, man. Dude, yeah. Well, you know the cheapest box they bury you in is probably 3000. I know. Yeah, I know. True. So, I mean, think, I know. if you're thinking about, you yeah. know, cost and all that stuff. I know. But 350 just... bucks to burn your ass is uh, pretty good. <laughs> I know, I guess. <laughs> Can you pick what kind of tree? Like, could you be like a fruiting tree and then your family could eat you until... I think so. Oh, God, that'd be Probably. so weird. That'd be so weird, Probably. man. This was last week. I don't know exactly what day, though, but I think it was Thursday, which would have been... Um, let me pull up my calendar. What is today? Oh, God. The 13th. So around the 10th, I guess. Um this Iranian official, and I wasn't sure like what his official title was, but I think I found that here. Um, but he actually worked uh, as a um, the. It wasn't like a space force. What do you know? What they call it there? No. No. Oh. Um. Well, he was a, a government official, and the tweet said it might have been two separated out but essentially that aliens were already here we were already working with them the u.s government and the um iranian government were working with them um and they made a deal recently with donald trump um for him not to tweet about them because they said that we were not ready for the Hmm. for the technology or or whatever and um it's hard to uh-huh. I think is it this? Um, is it Iran or is it Israel? Yeah, it's Iran, Israel. But there is Israel. Oh, there's a different too. story. Yeah, so I I looked it up okay. um, just because I was curious. But what did you find though? What's that? Um, I found a story that says, um, and the Israel's former space chief mm-hmm. says that the U.S. is working with aliens on Mars. Huh. Okay. I think that is... Does that one talk about the Galactic Federation? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. So it is two, then. And one of them... Because he doesn't mention Trump, does he? I think it was Iran yeah. who mentioned Trump. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So, huh. and this is the one. So for that one, um, it says, Former Space Security Chief of Israel says aliens exist and that a Galactic Federation has been in contact with Israel and the U.S. for years, and but are avoiding revealing themselves to the public because humanity is not ready. So they got mixed... I put those two together. The other one was was Trump, when they mentioned Trump. Well, they mentioned, in this one they said that, again, it's basically, they mentioned to Trump not to say anything about it because, Mm -hmm. the aliens did, because of mass hysteria. Um, But, you know, I mean, honestly, 
Who knows? In my opinion, that if the if aliens contacted Trump, uh, Trump would be all about it, saying that it was him that he was the first president to be contacted, was contacted by the aliens, right. and he was yeah. the first this first that he would claim every bit because you know he yeah. claims. Every, he cl- makes a lot of claims about a lot of things. We'll just say it that way. Not trying to get too political. Yeah. Yeah. But, this wasn't uh, him, though. This was, and I. So I. I wanted to find out more about it. So um, I think I sent you the screenshot from that. But I googled um, uh, Israel and Iran stories, and mm-hmm. they they went all the way back to like 2010, 2014, mm-hmm. um, and the weirdest one I saw. Let me see if I can grab that. Um, was saying that we, so I believe it was Israel. Maybe it was Iran. Hold on. Let me grab this one again. They downed. Oh, okay. So basically um, it was, this one was Iran that we had a drone out there that we were flying around and Iran had a spaceship that like knocked the drone down and that they were holding on to the drone themselves. Mm. And um, some official in the U.S. like made a joke about it and was like, um, "Tell them to give us our laser beams back or something." I don't know, but they like essentially saying they were crazy, right? Um, but the reason why, the reason why all of the uh, all of this is so crazy to me this year, and all of the stories and weird tweets and weird things that have come out about aliens and UFOs um, is that. All of popping these off. things have already been discussed. Aliens and, UFO, aliens and UFOs popping off. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Off. But all of these things have already, for one, it's government officials and even our government admitting mm-hmm. these things now. Mm-hmm. And when you look back, all of these same stories have been told for years, like right. 20 years. And now it's like, well, I guess it's true. Like, it's, it, and they get crazier and crazier. The, yeah. the stories, but they're also more believable now. And yeah. it's weird. It's, it is. It's weird to like wrap your head around. And I think you mentioned this earlier, Barry, like why, why are they admitting it now? Right. I'm, I'm, I'm very skeptical of governments across the board, mm-hmm. taking, taking positions on things and putting things out that, that are public because I wonder what the end result they're looking for, like what the, what the end game is here for them. It's so strange that Iran, somebody who we've had such a checkered past with would, would say something like this. Um, was, was it the Iranians or was it the Israeli? That, no, but, but no, but there was one that was uh, said that our government was run by the tall whites. Oh, that's tall white. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, which is in alien lore, um, there are lots of different races of aliens that interact with Earth, um, and everybody's kind of got different ideas of their uh, of the hierarchy of these races or who's really doing what. You know, there's mm-hmm. all the reptilians are bad, but some people are like, no, no, everybody thinks that, but they're good. And you know, yeah. then there's the um, you know the tall whites they were here to help us, but you know, and the, or the the Nordic type people or whatever, and then the Greys. Of course, everybody. Some say that the Greys are an entire race themselves. Some people say that they're basically biological robots. All this stuff, all these different stories. Nobody can you know spe- specifically confirm one thing or another because we don't have 
you know, we have stories, but we don't have like evidence, uh, mass yeah. evidence, revealed truth. So we don't know what there is. But yeah, I mean, like you said, it is extremely unusual that we have had all of these kinds of stories over since Roswell, really, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, from leaks and stuff like that. But now we're getting more substantial leaks and we're getting more substantial stories and we're getting the repeat of stuff. So maybe that is something that is there's some kernels of truth in this or maybe it also could be some kind of um, propaganda yeah, you know disinformation so, right that's what i'm yeah. that's what i mean is like it's like you don't know what's true and what's not now we we see the videos we see the pictures of all the crazy shit that's you know all the crazy stuff that's flying around out there they can't put you know they can't really say i mean they know that it's obviously technology that we don't have mm-hmm. um where is it coming from who is behind it all uh is it what I worry about is that our government hasn't had a great track record when it comes to, you know, not, what is that saying about don't let a good crisis go, um, go to waste, go to waste right? Yeah. right? So it's like, are they fabricating this? Are they putting this stuff out there in order to, you know, not to get too um, conspiracy-like, but are they are they trying to use this in a way for controlling purposes are they coming clean on this because, um, you know, they had to because of the freedom of information, um, because they, you know, they had to declassify some information. And, and we had, you know, of course, Tom DeLong that was, you know, had the videos and he was going to release them anyway. So it's like they got to take a position on it. I don't know. And I think that's one of the things that is just so fascinating about the story is. I believe that there are beings out there that are far beyond where we're at currently because I just believe the universe is too mm-hmm. big and uh, and we don't know enough about it. And I think that if there was, you know, and, and that goes back to the way that, um, you know, some, some of our, you know, physicists and, and guys that do this for a living and, you know, look into these things, the universe and laws and how it all works, you know, some of them have said that they believe if there are aliens, it would not be good for the human race, you know, because they would come and try to exploit us. But at the same time, if we believe what we're seeing, they're already here and they haven't, maybe they've infiltrated us in in ways that we don't know, you know, as far as the common man, you know, maybe they've, They've they've done some things and put some wheels into motion that have gotten us to where we're at. It's awfully strange that our technology, if you start looking back in time, it's it's not until the last you know, like the industrial age is really when shit started to get like ramp up and yeah. just multiply. Um, well, that's when we really first started hearing about stuff like that, anyway, right? Like around that time is when. There's, there's, you say that, yeah. But there's always been these weird things in the sky that people have seen and talked about throughout time. Yeah, the Egyptians, even cave writings they see, like Native American, like some. There's Native American cave drawings of like these weird things in the sky and shit like that. Oh, I've seen those. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah. I, I don't know, man. I mean, and that's the mystery of it all. It's odd that I can drive down the road in the middle of the day now and think to myself, fucking aliens are probably real. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was just a fact, you know, a thing that you would think about and go, ah, oh, well, there's no proof. But now. That's why I, I believe it more than anything else is because it's not because the, the government is saying it now. It's because for so long, people have died for saying things like this. Yeah. Right. They've been ridiculed. They've lost their families. They've mm-hmm. lost like everything. So at some point they were trying to cover it up. Right. So I, I don't, I don't think it's, and I would normally go straight to conspiracy because I don't trust the government whatsoever. Right. Yep. But well, we, you know, we've kind of been programmed into that thinking because of that, yeah. because of, because we thought it's real and they're covering it up. Right. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, people who do believe in these things or had these experiences are often mocked publicly or, yeah. you know, and of course, which is why, again, why we do this show all together. So people can talk about the, the weird shit that's happened to them yeah. in their lives. Um, but but know, then why and, and but, not feel? Yeah. Feel, why? Why come clean now? I mean, that that's the that's the question, yeah. right? Well, I, I think, think it's it, people. I don't know. There's all sorts of leaks. Like, here's another story from this week with the um, – there was a it's, – it's a photograph that was taken in the Atlantic in 2018 by a pilot in a um, – an F-A-18, um, likely because, you know, they can't quite say it. But it's a government photo, and it shows the, quote, motionless cube-shaped UFO – um, you know, and that's another one that, that leaked. All of these stories apparently came out on December 8th. Hmm. So mm-hmm. something was, you know, maybe we need to go and look at what else was happening on December 8th. Or, you know, it's coincidentally that all these stories came out on December 8th or something, you know. Yeah. But yeah. You know, this did. Th- I think this falls in line with um, something that happened in Texas, actually. Let's see if I can find that. Um, so. There were these lights on uh, a rooftop in Texas, um, and apparently this legend has been there forever, but um, something about, like, hold on, let me see if I can find the town exactly. Uh, It's No, 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 no. No, but that's cool, too. What did you say? Was it what? Marfa. Marfa. Oh, oh, okay. Um, No, this one, so this was actually published on December 11th, so two days ago in Texas. It's like a local um, news outlet there, and it says, Texas ain't ready for extraterrestrial reveal, scientist says. He's obviously never been here. Um, There is a legend out there that there there was a cigar-shaped UFO that flew into um, a windmill, the air, Mm -hmm. the, you know I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. um, flew into it and crashed. Um, oh, that's yeah. an old one too. That goes from like the 1860s, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah, like they're the flying, all the ones that are fl- flying cigar shaped, oh, especially in te- right. Yeah. That's old. That's that's like, um, you know, 18 like 19th century, late 19th century. Yeah. You know, that's the the stuff that were before uh, World War One, before the 1900s, before all that stuff. That's those Do you were think- the what we're seeing predominantly in that era do you think that has to do with the connotation of like zeppelins and shit like that like do you it's quite possible 
um, especially out west where people wouldn't have seen Zeppelins mm-hmm. as much, but that is definitely a possibility. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, there's a um, so the the I guess they had like a, a grave marker there for mm-hmm. for this, um, and I guess it's an Aurora. Yeah, um, yeah. They so the the town elders had buried. They said they buried an extraterrestrial body at the cemetery, and in 2018, a Dallas attorney offered one thousand dollars for the return of the alien's grave marker because it had been stolen. Wow. Yeah, I never heard that. Yeah, it's it, yeah, it's wild, man. Damn, there's all sorts. That's a great story to look into, but uh, yeah, that. So, I just yeah, go ahead. No, sorry. Oh well, I um, I just been thinking about like, I think people's ideas of UFOs and aliens have evolved to become more of a um of of just an a, about evolution. Mm-hmm. So you know about these aliens being us in the future. And that's why they're not attacking us because yeah. they they care about us. That or, could, you know, that, they, they that's, want us to, to that's survive. Very, that could be, yeah. It yeah, could be. and it, it makes sense with because um, you know anytime you sit down and you watch any kind of documentary or read anything about aliens, you start to try and, and rationalize it. And so that's when I started looking up. Um, you can look up like what scientists say humans will look like in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, in hundreds of years, and then compare us to what we looked like when we were hardly humans yet. Right. And no matter what, what you see is that we're skinnier, our heads are bigger, mm-hmm. our eyes are bigger, and we're—I mean, I don't know about our skin, but we're we're losing hair. Our skin's exposed. It's more. Right. It's thinner. Yes. Um, so it, it makes sense that, and then it also makes sense that there would be different races of us, right. just like there would be different races of aliens, because yeah. there's different races of humans. Right. Um, so it, I, I don't know, like why they're saying it now or why they're admitting it now, but I think at some point the information becomes too difficult to to deny, and they have to embrace it, like begrudgingly, you know. Right. right. And so then they probably. Well, 100% sure they will take advantage of it. Once they realize they have to, they're going to find a way to manipulate it and use it. Right. And put it back in their control. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, man. 2020, dude. Yeah. What can you say? I can't wait for 2021. Yeah. It's going to make a 2021 be very interesting. I can't wait to see what else we find out for sure. Wow. I just, like, I I don't know. I I always... um, I'm really interested in, in history and time and, and all that. But yep. more than anything, I think this is the first time, un- unless we're talking about video games, it's like the first time that I've been really excited that I'm alive now. Right. That I can, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. here for this. Because it's stuff that, like, I was, I was excited about as a kid, like, conspiracies and aliens. And, like, that was, like, my whole childhood and, and yeah. high school. And then... I grew up and I was like, well, shit, I guess I went through a phase where I was like, nothing's real. <laughs> like, you know, right. It, it'll, um, it'll be a shift. It, it, it's, it's such a monumental thing that it will change the course of humanity. Yes. And that's, or has, has changed the course of humanity yeah. and we're just living in that pivotal moment. Yeah. Right. right but still the actual uh, revelation of there are, yes, we acknowledge that, publicly for everybody this is the you know the truth of it the matter there are these 
advanced, much more advanced than us, life life forms on other planets, and it you know it's going to it is fundamentally going to change everything um, for us, and w- there will be a large section of the population that is just going to you know freak out and yeah. not be able to handle it, and that's you know again that's why we are beings. I think. Maybe, you know, there could be testing the water, continually desensitizing us and testing the water and kind of spoon-feeding us, getting us used to it. Right. But, you know, to see if, are we quite ready yet? No, nah, not just yet. So right. we still got, you know, a long way to go, so. Yeah. Interesting. Hey everybody, you're listening to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. You probably knew that already because you're listening or downloaded to the episode off of your iTunes or your Spotify or whatever place you get your podcast from. We want to thank you for listening. We also want to remind you to like us, follow us, subscribe to us, make sure that you get your new podcast episode every week. We'd also like to ask you to rate and review so that we can grow our audience. We can have more friends. We can have more stories. So thanks for listening to What's Your Weird Story. Hey, thanks, Bobby, for coming by. We appreciate it. It was cool to have her come on this year, and she's brought us such cool stories over the years. So it's nice to have her on the year-end episode. Yeah, it's always fun when Bobby stops by. We always have these great, long meandering conversations uh that we ultimately have to cut out of the episode because there's just so much of it but uh it's always fun talking with bobby and having her stop by thanks again bobby happy new year and we'll be like i said we'll be seeing you soon so back to the weird news what was that weird video you sent to me man oh yeah good one good one Thank you for reminding me of that. Yeah, it's that Instagram. All right. So here is another cryptid story. Um, This one is from Iceland, and it was, I found this on the uh, um, Reykjavik Grapevine um, website, uh, which I guess maybe it's a newspaper, maybe it's not. But um, anyway. A video was posted on uh, the uh, Instagram account of Icelandic rapper. I'm going to try this, so you bear with me. Uh, Higdis Hauser Harold Harror. <laughs> Let me try this again. Harror Dotir, um, AKA Fever Dream Official. That's for the, her Instagram uh, account if you want to go and take a look at it. But uh, anyway, um, was uh, so there's this video of kind of like a, from a cliff, right? And it is um, kind of, it's looking from. Um, Oh, here you can listen to the sound of the by waterfall. And as you're looking, there's something down on the bottom. Yeah. It's like this black and kind of shiny. And uh, it zooms in on the waterfall because apparently they didn't see it at first. And then um, 
they go back out. So then you, it goes in it's, and kind of in the middle at first. And it looks like, I don't know, something's moving around. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it looks like the head of something, but it's right. a weird, weird head. Right. And it's all kind of like it's like shiny black. And then um, you can see, you know, you can see it's weird moving in a weird way and like yeah. kind of like bobbing. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so anyway, Fever Dream official. Uh, this is the quote from her uh, uh, Instagram. This is what she said. Um, I can't do an Icelandic accent, so <laughs> everybody be thankful yeah. for that. Yeah. Actually, I do some Icelandic people, but I, I'm not even going to try there. Um, I don't have the um, lilting and beautifully – I don't have a beautiful voice just like that. So, Because uh, everybody in Iceland seems to be like just gorgeous people. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. I need to go there because then by contrast with me being like not, you know, blonde and gorgeous, um, I will be a spectacle. And then by that, um, I will be a beautiful oddity, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so yeah. then all the beautiful women will flock to me. Yeah, you'll be exotic. That's that's the logic. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, so this is what Fever Dream official posted, uh, said in the initial post. Feeling like this creepy video that I posted on my story needs an answer. Shot on the cliff of Detifoss Island, I- Iceland, um, close to the capital city of Elves, as by Asbjergi, that's A S B Y R G I, um, no people in front of us, only a cliff so steep uh, it could not carry anyone. So I guess it was really steep. And so nobody can, like, you know, yeah, be there on, hanging off or whatever. Um, we even went too far in my taste. So there, yeah. And it's it's up close. It's And it is a scary looking waterfall and scary looking cliff. Yeah. Um, I then noticed much later this little creature in my video and then a head popping up in the end. Looking like the girl from The Ring? And then there's this laughing, crying, smiley face emoji. No drones, no birds, no plastic bags. What is it? I'm not crazy, right? It looks hella whack. Yeah, it's wild. It, 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 yeah. it, it is wild. And I saw this before and I completely forgot about it. Um, because I, at first I wrote it, I was like, that does look like, it looks like something kind of bobbing in water. Yeah. Um, but it's off of the cliff. It's not in a pool of water. Yeah. And it's at the top of the waterfall. Yeah. And it's got a wet look, but the thing that's really strange to me is the very last bit at the end. You see the head, um, head come up a little bit. You see the head. Yeah. Yeah. And that looks much more like hair, like wet hair, right? God, that's so freaky! It dude. is weird. It, it is weird. It's pretty cool. And uh, yeah, so you know, Iceland is full of wonder, and they and there a lot of still a lot of like very uh, traditional beliefs, right? Um, you know, where they um, and like beliefs in like gnomes and uh, and uh, 
you know, like fairy folk and stuff like that. And yeah. even if, you know, the people don't necessarily believe they're real, they still respect the kind of traditions mm-hmm. and stuff. And they'll like alter the course of roads around stones that are supposed to be where, you know, like gnomes live and stuff like that. Yeah. So cool. It's cool. Yeah, that, it's cool to look at either way. Yeah. Yeah. So check that out. Uh, Fever Dream Official. And uh, find that video. That's from, um, I think that was um, August. Okay. But I, I um, let's see. Yeah, August 12th, Fever Dream Official. Cool. So check that out. I don't Sweet. know what Fever Dream's uh, Icelandic rap sounds like, but uh, there's know. a great Icelandic band called uh, Sigur Rós. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that everybody should check out. It's very beautiful, amazing yeah. music. Um, I always describe it as cloud soaring music. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. And, wonderful. Uh, yeah, check that out. They, you know, I mean, they're 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 big. But anyway, um, what's up, Bjork? Bjork's from Iceland too. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. yeah Bjork. She, so. Yep. And she, maybe that's Bjork down there on that could water. Be. It could on be that cliff. Uh huh. That dark hair like Bjork. Yep. She's always singing about stuff like uh you know throwing stuff off cliffs and stuff right. you know so could have been bjork was she and she, you know i uh, hmm? was she in the sugar babies was that her sugar cubes sugar cubes right yeah yeah sugar cubes yeah and she also had she that like she that was where her first kind of international renown or at least notoriety became out of sugar cubes a little bit in the uh college uh, rock days when yeah. the college radio was where you would find the like late eighties, right? Uh, early nineties before alternative, right? Right, predating the alternative stuff of the mid nineties. But yeah, the Sugar Cubes uh, birthday was one of their their biggest, probably most well known hit off of that. Um, but she also did um, like she had been singing professionally for probably ten years or, or so at that point. She started mm-hmm. as a very young girl, uh-huh. yeah. And um, she um, she did Sugar Cube stuff, and then she did you know she had a big band record out at one point. Yeah, man. And then that's um, right. Good. And that was the earlier one, and then she went a solo and became you know this huge, huge. Yeah, she's alien pop star. Yeah, she's, she's great. She's so cute too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she is. And she's, but I heard she's a little bit on the nutty crazy. side. I know, yeah. dude. I got Which on this. Would be I mean, you know, it explains a lot. Like, creative people are not necessarily the most, you know, even-keeled yeah. all right. the time. Right. Um, yeah. And she is very creative and very, like, and I mean, even gotten to stuff like, I need to go back and listen to some more of her, like, uh, uh, middle and later music because I kind of, like, was didn't do anything for me at the time because I really right. enjoyed her first two solo albums, debut and post. Uh-huh. Um, but I need to go explore those more. So yeah, I got on a YouTube kick where I started to uh, just watch her freak out on people. <laughs> <laughs> There's that famous she, one where she's with her in the airport. Yes, and, uh, she, yes. Kid is with her. Yeah, she freaks out on she the just, report. And, yeah, she starts freaking out on. But yeah. she, she's so yeah. cute and so dainty, and then to see her just freak the fuck out is pretty fun. Uh, so anyway, which again supports my theory yeah. that she is some kind of a fairy cryptid creature. Yeah. Bjork, yeah. Bjork yeah. is a cryptid. 2020, right. that's the news. Bjork is a cryptid. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, awesome. Okay, so here is a another story um, out of the UK, from, and this was uh, reported in October. Again, we got it from Mysterious Universe. Um, 
And it's a, a big track. Big Cat Tracker says the UK has populations of leopards and pumas that are there in the wild and breeding. Hmm. And uh, that's that's pretty crazy because you know those are neither one of those are native to those islands. No, in fact, I don't think there's any native big cat to uh, the, the English Isles or to the United yeah, Kingdom. Yeah, no. Isles. I wouldn't um, think. Unless, I mean, there's little cats, of course. Right. Unless somehow somebody brought a couple over. I don't know. Well, that's obviously that's how. That's right. somehow, you know, I mean, because you always hear stories about animals escaping from, you know, circuses or zoos or personal zoos and stuff like that. So, yeah. but this tracker says that, you know, he's been tracking there for a while and uh, he can, knows, I guess he knows the difference between their, um, you know the the their the markings that each cat leaves, and there are there's a long tradition of uh, big cats, um, black mainly black cats like panther, or black puma or something like that. But like uh, there's been a long tradition of those kinds of stories um, in the UK that go way back, mm-hmm. and. Um, those actually, those they're, those are here as well in the states. Um, I yeah. don't know if there's a supernatural element to them. Sometimes I suppose there are, is in the stories, but um, I don't know if that is you know consistent throughout or or what. But I yeah. mean, well, like the, even no, I was go just gonna, I was just going to say um, I know in Oklahoma the uh, Oklahoma Wildlife Department claims that there's no. Uh, big cats, you know, outside of bobcats in this in this uh, in this part of the world, but that's absolutely false. You know, mountain yeah. mountain lions are oh yeah, they are down here, man. And but but the they don't want the wildlife uh, department doesn't want to get into all that. I think because. They'd be worried about people freaking out, you know, especially you know folks that are out hunting and things like that, but they, they are definitely around and there's been reports of them all over the place. So that's a little bit different in a country so big as ours that, you know, a cat, you know, Colorado is not that far away and and Mm -hmm. I'm sure that they come down through there, New Mexico, um, you know, and there's plenty of, of livestock for them to live off of. Yeah. And plus, I mean, they, we do have big cats in uh, this, you know, in our country, in, you know, up north and going down in the South America, all of it, the right. entire continent. But, mm-hmm. of course, you know, England, or the UK, rather, being an island off to its right. own, mm-hmm. you know, it's that I don't believe that it actually has any kind of big cats in its history. So, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, like I said, you do hear stories of the, of the you know, these mysterious big cats and black cats. Um, big black cats, panthers, or whatever they are, mm-hmm. all over. And my nephew uh, told me one time where um, he was out. He and his brother were out fishing with their dad, and they saw off in the distance a big cat, a big black cat that looked mm. like you know. He, was, he said it looked like a panther, right? You know, and you know, I mean, he's got no reason to make that up, and he knows the difference between a cat, right? And something that's bigger, you know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. So who knows, man? Yeah, dude. You that, know, I mean, it seems 
it seems very logical. Yeah, this could be happening. And, th- and those big cats are very good at hiding, and they're very good mm-hmm. at stalking and killing their prey. So, you know, mm-hmm. if they are out and, there, very, very, you know, likely that they could they could live for a long mm-hmm. time. You know, mm-hmm. they. That's one of the things that, like in South America, you hear a lot about those black panthers and stuff. And um, they always say to beware if you if you see signs of black panthers because they come at night, you know, and they mm-hmm. <laughs> they're very hard to detect. So yeah, but yeah, man, it's crazy. Beautiful animals, man. Golly, beautiful animals. Yeah, definitely beautiful, graceful. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, you know, and of course, as earlier as I got attacked by, not attacked, but inadvertently uh, mauled by my <laughs> small cat uh, here. You know, I always remember cats are unpredictable. I always think about that that news footage of the guy that's like he's like the animal shelter guy, and he's given the news thing, and the cat gets wrapped around his leg and just goes in on him and he starts freaking yeah. yelling and screaming at yeah it's so funny dude. oh man that's a classic classic <laughs> one so <laughs> meow <laughs> <laughs> you know we didn't get um a lot of uh, or at least I couldn't find a lot of reported ghost stories in the news this year, and maybe I'm looking at the wrong places. You know, I'm not a professional researcher, and we are doing a very, you know, precursory kind of like uh, search for stories for you guys, but not a lot of them there. And I think that it is because it's so much harder to provide evidence right. for ghost uh, uh, stories and stuff. And of course, there's always there's way more programs dedicated. Uh, on television and dedicated to to ghosts and and following ghosts and stuff like that and i guess it's just not i guess it's not newsworthy as far as you know obviously mainstream or yeah even quasi mainstream um media goes because of the nature of it right because it is you know i mean it, it 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 delves away from perceived real worldness or, you know, and it's often, you know, it's all, it's all accounts, you know, and, um, again, not like, you know, I mean, there's no, to my knowledge, there's no ghost poop. like was with the Yeti story we had earlier. Um, yeah. You know, so it is more difficult and to, you know, confirm or to share these stories, but I guess it's also kind of maybe it's out of fashion to report them as well. Yeah, I think here so. in 2020. Yeah, I think so. It's become kind of old hat at this point, you know, cuz cuz mm-hmm. because of all the ghost shows and stuff and I think people Yeah. kind of tune into those and um so maybe some of the newer stuff doesn't get reported. Also, I think a lot of those shows based their their stories around um, pretty well-known, um, yeah. you know, haunts and stuff because you're making a TV show, so you got to get the goods, and uh, yeah, so maybe that's part of it too. But we always still love those those ghost stories and um, and and love to to read about them. And I've been watching, uh, of course, a lot of the Holzer Files and stuff, and uh, mm-hmm. that's always a good program. Um, you know, of course, Dave was on the show and a lot of fun to talk to him and um yeah but you know all those shows are uh 
it, it's tough because the physical evidence outside of your 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 recordings, your audible voice recordings that you get, you know, it's it, there's just not a lot of like hard evidence. Um, Mm-hmm. Which to me is neither here nor there because I think I think uh, if you've experienced a ghost haunting, then you know it's real. So it's kind of like the UFO thing. Like if you've seen a UFO, you know it's real. Up until recently, mm-hmm. even though nobody would ever say, "Oh, dude, that's that's a real thing." Recently, it's come in vogue to 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 see the evidence or that the actual government says that they exist. If it weren't for them right. say, saying that they didn't exist. Then they'd st- that story would still be suspect. People would not believe you, you know. So yeah. it's kind of the same thing. But um, yeah, yeah. I guess if the government was saying, you know, there are, you know, we've got ghost, we're going to investigate ghost stories. Right. It would be a different kind, of, different yeah. ball of wax. Right. But, uh, right. But as of, of course, right, and I mean, you know, Go ahead. I was just gonna say, as of right now, they're they're not a threat to our national security. I guess <laughs> that we know, right? Or we'd be all over it. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know, it, it's uh, it is. I guess it. I don't know. It 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 is just a it, you know because it, it it it's in spirituality. You know, and spirits obviously, you know, the root of that, and it's afterlife, and you know, mm-hmm. and that's a lot of stuff that people, you know, a lot of people just want to leave it as it is. They don't want to get into it, you sure. know. Um, but it is, it is funny how, like you said, um, with people who maybe they don't believe in weird things, maybe they don't believe in UFOs, but you know, or they don't necessarily believe in ghosts, but then one weird thing that happened to me right yeah we always hear that a lot and so yeah and of course if you go and you look through our archive most of the stories that i would say mo- the majority of the stories we've heard are about hauntings or ghosts or ghost-like base kind of stories yeah yeah so yeah you know it's, that's it's got the more of you know the oral tradition is more valuable right at, at, with it those stories so sure Sure. But yeah, I just want, I wanted to bring that up in case anybody was wondering where all the ghost stories were. And uh, yeah. it's just, you know, we're all, we are all wondering where all the ghost stories are. Except that we can go to the Travel Channel and watch the Holzer files, and that's right. where they are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, everybody, this is Dave Schrader from the Holzer Files on Travel Channel. You're listening to What's Your Weird Story. Say, Barry. Yeah. What's the weirdest job you've ever had? Yeah, that's a good question. It would either have to be the time that I worked at a cattle feedlot or the time that I worked for a Greek painter. Were you his model? Uh, not quite. Well, you know, it's funny because one of my weirdest jobs was being in a model in art school. But it was portraits, not full body nude. The reason I'm asking is because those jobs may be kind of normal, but we know people are out there that have weirder jobs than that. Maybe you're a mortician. Maybe you're a scientist trying to bring back the dinosaurs or the woolly mammoth. That'd be cool. That would be really cool. If you guys out there have weird jobs, unusual jobs, crime scene photographer, maybe you worked at an adult 
educational film set, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. Just something that's unusual, out of the ordinary, and, you know, a little bit weird. Hey, those are cool stories, too. We'd love to hear those. So give us a call or an email or whatever. You know how to get a hold of us. Be part of the community of Weirdsville. Well, again, we appreciate, uh, you know, all the crazy stories that we had in 2020. It was such a weird year. We had uh, so many just different types of stories. You know, a lot of UFO stuff, which, you know, I'm always interested in. Um, so a lot on that front this year. It was really kind of interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm curious as how how this is going to shake out in 2021. I've already seen some stories that have been coming out. Mm-hmm. That lead me to believe that there's going to be a lot more to uncover when it comes to the government and uh, yep. their their knowledge of uh, UAP, UFOs. Just a, an incredible array of really, really cool stories. Um, and I hope that I hope that 2021 is a little more calm in the uh, reality front as far as our day to day lives. But I hope it. I hope it keeps you know producing when it comes to you know all these weird s- stories that surround us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I've got uh, I've got one last story real quick here, and uh, I know I promised in the first roundup no COVID, no monolith. But this is a was a breaking monolith story. Okay, and uh, it happened on um, December twenty fifth, Christmas Day. And it's just, I think it was a, it's a nice wrap up for the whole monolith, which is not even finished yet. Their monoliths keep popping up okay, all over yeah. the place. But, you know, of course, they're all, you know, we know now that right. it's all a man made phenomenon. It's a meme, it's a real world meme. So, anyway, sure. But this is my favorite of it, uh, of the more recent ones. On Christmas Day, a seven foot tall uh, edible monolith appeared. On uh, San Francisco's Corona Heights Park, uh, which up in a mountain up there, and uh, in the Bay Area, and uh, it was edible. It was made of iced gingerbread. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, that's cool. How's that? Yeah, yeah, that's a nice little Christmas monolith. Yeah, thing. And there's some pictures of it online, and it's it's pretty cool looking, man. That's fun. Uh, and then, of course, you know, it fell the next day. You know, I mean, yeah. it, it did not last long, and sure. you know, you know, because you know, that's cool. Every cookie's gonna crumble, man. Yeah, that's cool though. That's a cool idea, man. That's that's cool. Yeah, and it's just again, you know, there was just so much to the whole monolithic monolith explosion of all of these things and how it just ignited us as a world yeah. as a human culture you know and how yeah. they started popping up everywhere yeah and you know it's not just that you know it was here in the states but it was on europe and in asia right. and india and you know which is part of asia but all of over the world you know these yeah. things were popping up that is just it is you know, cool it's kind of a, a weird idea that kind of unified us in a weird way. Like yeah. I said, you know, a real world meme. You know, and and it can only happen in in modern society like that. You know, yeah. I mean, you have to have the technology to be able to be able to to communicate so quickly with an idea. Exactly. And the fact that it just sort of like is this this a, a mundane weird oddity that happened and then it just sort of caught caught fire and yep. and that 
that's part of humans that I love so much is that yeah. you know we we find beauty in the just in just the absurd you know yes. and there's something yeah. fun about it to get you out of especially this year when we needed something else to take our mind off of you know what was going on it was just exactly. a cool it was a cool thing to have man so that's a cool that's a cool wrap up to that story yeah and and, and a nice little uh, wrap up for the year as well i think yeah so. for sure well, yeah. Hey, yeah. Thank you, everybody. Again, another great year. We couldn't do it without you guys. We say it all the time, but it's really true. We can't do this thing without you guys. It's such a, a joy to be able to bring uh, stories to folks in this facet. I think that, that people appreciate it. And, you know, we're, we're trying to carry on the tradition of uh, storytelling and do it in a way that's fun. And, and uh, I think we got more to come this year. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good year. We all are putting that out into the world collectively. Yes, we're all put that idea that things positive change and positive things are going to happen. That's right. And um, so let's all work together to make it a uh, fun and more interesting, and more weird, and uh, and just an inter- better place. So you know. That's, you know, just a general practice goal that we should all prescribe to, I suppose. But um, Absolutely. But, yeah, thank you again, Weirdsville. Happy New Year. Good luck with all your uh, New Year's resolutions, if you have any. And good luck with this year. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, all that good stuff. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> and we will see you next week. Um, in the meantime... Um, you can go back and listen to our entire uh, 125 now episodes, plus a few bonus for free. Um, you you know you can find us on all the places where you listen, wherever you listen to us. You can find us there. And uh, you know, hey, if you feel like it, send us a uh, email or something at what's your weird email at gmail.com or check out our Patreon. Uh, Patreon, what's your weird story? Or, you know, our shirts and stuff. But, you know, more than anything, if you haven't subscribed to us, you should subscribe to us. But also, if you have subscribed to us, um, keep an eye out because over the next couple of weeks, we will be switching our host platform. So we'll be hosting ourselves. So when that happens, and we'll be letting you know. But when that happens, you'll if you are a subscriber, you will need to resubscribe. You'll notice a week that where there's not an episode, maybe if you haven't done it. But yeah, you'll need to do that in the near future here. But we'll give you a heads up more as that comes along. So yeah, subscribe if you can, uh, especially on like iTunes. Go rate, give us high, you know, five stars or whatever it is. And uh, give us a good positive review. That helps bring new people, new listeners, new traffic uh, to here. That's really one of the best ways to doing that. You can help us out. Um, you know, you can tell all your friends. You know, maybe make a New Year's resolution to tell one person a week. You know, maybe three people a month about the podcast. And if you hear somebody telling us good, cool, weird story send them our way you know we we uh we need you guys to keep this going because we love this we hope you love it we think you do you're here with us all the time you're awesome there's not a better place on the internet than weirdsville that i will at least plug on the air 
This is a great community. If you're listening, you're our friend. So 2021, let's have a kick-ass year. Let's make it safe. Let's make it weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Till next time, be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.